<laughs> Good morning everyone. This is Jeffy Kennedy, author of fantasy romance and romantic fantasy. I'm here with my first cup of coffee. Today is Monday, May 9th. And um, yeah, sorry for the incredibly awkward intro. I, I'm in a slightly different position and I realized I couldn't quite crane back to reach the chimes. Alas, uh, if you're on video, you might be able to see behind me. This light might not be great, but I have my clematis is blooming. Beautiful pink blossoms. Yay. Yeah, so everything's bright and shiny here. A little bit cool breeze blowing this morning, but um, getting the cool in supposed to warm up later today. Windy again today. Alas, the wind. Hummingbird battle. Oh, Hummer. <laughs> um, I don't remember what I was going to say. The hummingbird distracted me. That's something to say. What was it? Who knows? It's gone. Thanks, bird. <sighs> so, you know, like all thoughts have fled my head. I'm trying to think of what's going on here. Uh, Wendy. Oh, I know what it was. Uh, I'll share it on the show notes. I, I posted it to social media before, but I think social media hates me. Have you guys been noticing this? Like I post stuff to Facebook and Twitter, like even pictures and original content with no links, all the things I'm supposed to do. And like, I get likes, but nobody's commenting. Maybe nobody has bandwidth to comment. Maybe we're all just so freaking fed up with everything that's going on. Um, like trying to relying on law from the 1700s (laughs) to enact current law. I haven't ranted about that on here. I feel like we've all heard enough elsewhere. Anyway, it was the, um, fire incident report from the fire that's up near Las Vegas, New Mexico, about an hour north of here. Uh, I was looking at it just to see because they're they may have to evacuate the city of Las Vegas, New Mexico, not Las Vegas, Nevada. Um, but still if the fire's coming real close and they're having to evacuate people from the surrounding towns. So in a way it's not funny. So it's one of these funny, not funny things, but I was looking at the report and it said that the drought exasperated by the high winds and warm temperatures. (laughs) I think that maybe not everybody who saw it got why I thought it was so funny because it should be exacerbated, not exasperated. Um, and I thought it was really funny. Who knew a drought could become as exasperated as we feel. So, um, (laughs) yeah. I don't know. Take humor where you can. A lot of people have had to evacuate. It's really not wonderful. Alas. Um, I had a good weekend. Felt like a busy weekend. I, I had three CIFWA meetings on Saturday, publications team, nebula planning board meeting. So, uh, that sort of took up the middle of my day. 
before that, I just hung out though and read. I've been debating about whether or not to talk about what I'm reading because I am. Oh, see, even if I hint about it, you guys will guess. And I just don't know if I want to say anything on here. I know that's coy of me. I shouldn't bring it up at all. I'm going to set that aside and think about it. If you're on video, you might see my cool new barrette. This is exciting stuff, right? Look, it's like a, a phoenix or a heron. Got it at a local store here in Santa Fe. So, um, I don't often buy myself little treats like that. And that was a nice, nice little gifty for myself. It's important to reward ourselves. I don't know if I've talked about that in a long time when you're, especially when you're working your creative self very hard and wanting to, um, you know, make the money to buy like groceries and pay mortgage and rent or all of those sorts of things. I had a, um, a, a decent wake up call yesterday. I was, um, insensitive to some newer writers in a way that I really try not to be. And it didn't occur to me, but one of the gals was saying that she hadn't been able to find any good writer conferences in Florida. And I said, well, what about Nink novelist incorporated, which has their conference in St. Petersburg. And she was like, what? That's 20 minutes away from me. And she ran off to get it. And then she sent back a picture of her face when she read the membership qualifications for Nick because, uh, desert ravens are busy this morning too. Uh, because you have to be a member of Nink to register for the conference and, and I'm a member and it was, it was like a no big deal for me to become a member, but the membership qualifications are steep. She's like, I just published my first book. I have nothing yet. And it's, um, they, they are, they are steep. They're a lot steeper than, than Sif was, but Nink was formed by kind of a spinoff group from RWA that felt like there were too many, um, wannabes in the organization. And so they, uh, made it steep because they wanted it to be like writers who were more advanced in their career. And so I did say to these gals, I said, you know, it took me a long time too. And I forget, I, I do forget how much water is under the bridge for me. Uh, you know, maybe that's part of the champagne problems. You know, you get to a point where you, you're focused on what your, you know, eyes forward, what you're trying to achieve next, what you're trying to do. And you don't always, or at least I don't always take that moment to look back at how very far I've come. And, and I think that's a, it's a good reminder for me, you know, that those, um, those membership qualifications were easy for me to make. They're not easy for everybody. Especially when you're first starting out. But it, it, that reminds me of a conversation that we've been having in CIFWA. And, and I feel like it's okay for me to talk about this because I've been talking about it openly with a bunch of people, but there is, um, 
I can't, maybe I've even talked about it on the podcast before. Forgive me. Forgive me if I've forgotten. <clears throat> I should say I did spend a couple of hours revising on the book yesterday. I'm getting a little bit worried about finishing it on time. This is probably also right on schedule. And yeah, so my brain is really focused on the book, which is like really great that I'm like trying to finish this book at the same time that Nebula Conference is (laughs) coming to a peak, but everybody else is doing way more work than me at this point. So that's pretty awesome. So yeah, there's an interesting thing in the science fiction and fantasy community where they talk about, um, being a professional writer, which is very important. That's part of our mission. I'm totally behind that. And then they talk about stuff being fan based. And it's interesting to me that the science fiction and fantasy community really, they talk about fan run conventions, fan awards, the romance community doesn't talk about fans in the same way, even though like the RT convention was all about readers. And there are other conventions that are reader conventions, but we don't say fan in the same way that science fiction and fantasy community does. And there is occasionally someone will say things in Sifwa like we want this to be a professional panel, not something that seems more fan based. And, and one of the frequent, um, disparaging remarks made about RWA that confused me for a long time was they would say, well, RWA allows fans to be members. They don't, it's not a professional organization like CIFWA is because they allow fans in. And I was like, everybody in RWA is, I mean, you, <laughs> you want to be a writer. That's why you join. So this finally struck me the other day. It was like, you know, when you enter a community and you, um, don't always know the jargon. And one thing about CIFWA is that it's an old enough organization that there is arcane lingo. And there is a lot of stuff that are like unwritten rules. And ever since I've been on the board, I've, I've been the force for no unwritten rules. (laughs) And there are other people who are fortunately on my same team with this, but it's like, um, if it, frankly, in, in the, my world, if a rule is not written down, it's not a rule. You can't expect people to abide by unwritten rules. If it's such a goddamn fucking important rule, write it down. You can see why everybody loves me. So we've, we've run into this before where we've had like people violate unwritten rules and then everybody's like, Oh, censure them. They're bad and wrong because they broke this, this rule. And I'm like, how were they supposed to know it was a rule? And they're like, well, everybody knows. I don't know. It's like this insular community thing. Part of the things we're working to change and it has changed a whole lot just in, in my time. Um, but so this like suddenly the lingo was illuminated for me an epiphany. Now I understand scrambled eggs. If you don't get that joke, you haven't been listening to this podcast long enough. (laughs) 
Um, if you want me to, you can ping me and I'll explain it. But <clears throat> it yeah, I won't explain it here. But I was testing my theory out with someone else. I said, you know, this has occurred to me that when people say in syphilis say that something is fan based as opposed to professional, they're referring to aspiring writers as opposed to established writers. And, and she looked at me and she's like, well, yes, <laughs> my God. <laughs> so that's why when they were like hurling this accusation at RWA allowing fans in, what they mean is that the RWA has no bar for membership. And if you're an aspiring writer with no cred whatsoever, you can join. So somehow I don't know, it would be one of you sociologists out there. I would love for you to retrace this history of how this became a thing of calling people who want to become writers fans. I mean, in some ways I could see the trajectory, right? Because all writers start out as enthusiastic readers, right? So, okay, I'm going to touch on this thing that I'm reading. Uh, I don't, I don't want to annoy certain people is my hesitation here. Um, somebody yesterday when I, we were talking about something else entirely, but when I was chatting with some of these gals, um, to entertain me, they always make me happy. And (laughs) they, um, we're talking about something. I'm not even gonna, I'm gonna dance around it as much as possible. Tippity tap. And I said, um, yeah. And I said, I try to keep my mouth shut about that. And this other gal said, um, well, that she had, she had gotten in trouble with, with somebody for saying something. And, you know, and she said that she was, you know, afraid for her career that they could really hurt her career. And I said, well, I'm not afraid, but I, do try to keep my mouth shut on some things because I am aware, you know, and they said, well, if we, you know, unless people like you tell us, then how are we supposed to know? And I'm like, yeah, I know I try to walk this line, but sometimes I just give my opinion and say, yeah, I don't think that you need to be involved with that. (laughs) And then I do my little zipper face. Um, I am aware that my babblings here or anywhere that in so that I am, even though I say opinions, my own, that I do also represent Sifwa to some extent. And I don't want anybody to think that my opinions are Sifwa's opinions. And so I, I try to be careful. Also, I'm careful about what I say on record. And I said that to these girls and it's hard because it's been pandemic, but you know, I said, you know, it's a standing thing. Buy me a drink. You even wouldn't have to buy me a drink because odds are I'd already have one (laughs) at the bar. Um, and I will tell you in person, anything you want to know. It's just, eh, I don't want stuff in print where somebody can come back and say, you know, did you slam this person? You know, cause even though I'd say, well, I think they deserve it. <laughs> um, something's 
or was it something's art? So, so anyway, I'm doing a reread of a series that I read first. It's, it's pretty extraordinary. Really. This was one of the first books I ever bought on my brand new Kindle back in the day. And I'm not going to give a year so you guys can't sleuth out what I'm reading, but, um, cause I know how y'all are. <laughs> and I loved this book. I love this book and I love this series until I felt like the series kind of went off the rails. So that could be any number of series, right? <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I remember I got that Kindle for Christmas from my mother. They were very expensive then. And thank you, mom. And I bought three books and this was one of them, you know, bought them on my Kindle. You guys, it was like, the angels were singing. It was the best thing. And one of the best things was, is that at the end of this book, I had to read the next book and I could read it immediately. And all your kids out there who don't know what it was like when we didn't have remote controls. Um, there were so many times when you <laughs> had to wait so long to get the next book in the series and, and not because it wasn't out because you couldn't find it anywhere. Um, you know, doing things like in our library alone, there was no online ordering of any sort. Dinosaurs roamed the earth. You had to watch out so that you didn't get eaten by the Tyrannosaurus Rex on the way to the newsstand. You know, you could ask your local bookstore to order it, but sometimes they couldn't get it. Sometimes they wouldn't get it. If it was romance, sometimes they would be like, hmm, no. Um, so, so it was a miraculous thing. Uh, and I, I'm sure younger people get really sick of older people waxing on about the amazing, amazing things about technology. But uh, I think I've told you guys this, that I said to my grandson, he was doing something on his phone. And I said, you know, there was a time when we only used those to make phone calls. And he goes, I know everybody tells me that I was like, you know, okay, fine kid, (laughs) but it's true. Uh, but yeah, being able to buy that second book was yeah. Angels wept. So now I'm rereading the series and it's just interesting to read it with my lens now, because when I first read that I was not writing fiction or I was just beginning to dabble in fiction and yeah, it's, it's interesting to reread it. Um, yeah. And that's all I'm going to say at this point. I'm not going to talk about what my trigger was to start reading this or other thoughts. Maybe I will later. I don't know. Um, did I have a point in bringing that up now? Who knows? Who knows? Jeffy, do you have a point about anything? Questionable. So let's see. Yeah. So this week's going to be intense working on this book, getting it done. Um, the revisions going fine. That's weird. This is a weird book. Does do I say this every single time don't I um but yeah this is a different kind of book (laughs) I don't even know what more to say about it than that I mean the revision is going fine but I keep worrying that 
I don't even know what I'm worried about on it. It's just um, not following the trajectory that I expected. I, uh, somebody asked if my, last week I made the reference to the Groundhog Day loop. No, I'm not doing that with Lena and Rye. Uh, I had, I almost wish I had. It's too late now because that would have been an entertaining thing to do. But no, it's more that they, they're making incremental progress. But it is, you know how when you're trying to figure out a relationship like that, you know, you just do a lot of retreading and falling back into bad habits. So anyway, it's moving forward. I'm, I'm making progress on this revision. I think I have something like a hundred pages still to revise. And then it may be longer. That's, this is my concern is it's looking like instead of being the 95,000 words I wanted right now, the beats are looking more like 102,000. Fuck me. So yeah, I could always push the date out. I, I could, you know, extend the release date by a week, but I really want this release in May, get that money in May. Um, maybe that's not as that important. We shall see. So anyway, I'm going to go get to work instead of babbling on about it. Uh, hope you guys are ready to kick off your Monday. Have a good week and um, I'll talk to you all tomorrow. Take care. Bye-bye.